You're competitively married. I'm competitively married. We're competitively married? Yeah. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. I could kick your face right now. All I gotta do is like flick. I know you could. I see your veins. I just realized. No, but look at like my, my foot would actually shot. reach. Like, if I just went like this right now and leaned a little bit, I could smash okay, you right in the see. face. See if you can get this hand. Kick that pansy bitch in the face. Yes, sensei. Now, see, you could kick me in the face, but at that speed, I mean, you're just basically... Wait, wait, wait. me. This is the problem, isn't it? This is what we're talking about. We're just sitting here, and I'm thinking about kicking you in the face. Yeah, why? No, that's what I'm going to say. This is, this is like you say. I always go the harsh route. Get ready to meet your maker. Oh, God. I need to chill out a little bit, right? Like, I shouldn't be wondering if I could kick you in the face. That's Not that your I'm competitive spirit. And it, <laughs> Just in case a race broke out, I would quick kick you in the face you and take it. off. This is your third eye chakra, bro. Like, you have to be aware. This is dad Dude. shit. This is this is true shit, okay? Okay. I was a truck driver for 12 years. Right? Right? Lot, so, lot, lizards. Lot, lot, lizards. Woo! Yeah, you know what? I'm a little behind on my trucker terms. A uh, lot, lizard would be a, uh, you know, truck stop horse. I mean... No oh! Oh! Yeah, yeah. So I've got... I, w- I, did, I never had, like, long, long hauls, so... I'm a little bit shy on miles, but in 12 years, I managed to rack up, I guesstimate, somewhere around 750,000 miles. Which is more miles Penis. than you're ever going to drive in your life. I drove that last week. Okay, so 750,000 miles, right? No accidents. Oh. But I realized ever since I was young, I've got this awareness, and it really got sharpened when I was driving. I knew exactly what was happening around me all the time. Save your seduction for someone else. <laughs> I do not tangle with lizards no more. I mean, I knew exactly where if I had to bail, if I had to make an, an emergency m- maneuver, mm-hmm. it was always planned in my head. Wow. Always. I was on top of it. I knew because I was, I would scan my mirrors constantly, yeah. real fast. And I was able to, you know, process the information real fast. So I was constantly scanning the mirrors of my gauges, right? Over and over and over. And I got, this got me through years and years and years. And I would, there would be something like all of a sudden a car, you know, car wreck in front of you. And, and you, I would, I knew it. which way I could go and, and how uh, I could do it, and which would minimize damage to other vehicles and stuff. It was great. Ten four. Yeah, we okay. read you loud and clear. Nowadays, it's not there. I've had so many near misses lately, where I just I trust it, my instinct. Oh, I see. And I move over, and I'm like, holy fuck! And it's a jerk back over, dude. It's nuts. And then hmm. I, so I gotta always remember now. It's not there anymore. No, it's no, not no. There anymore. No, look. Resharpen it. Yeah. What am I supposed to just drive around on oh, the freeway you, for hours and hours and hours to hone my skills? You pull that knife out of drawer and you fucking sharpen that shit. What dude. we need to do is just refocus that attention. Look, look. I don't want to be body unpositive, but to make this analogy, I will. Okay. You take a fat guy and he's like, oh man, I used to swim or run or, you know, I'll never do that again. Look at me. I got titties. I got, I got juicy titties. Right? And then you say bullshit. And there are thousands of inspirational stories of a 400 pound fucker goes 150s doing cross, all kinds of shit. Okay. In their 40s and 50s. Here's my point. 
Get your eyeballs back. Fix all that shit. Do the mind that work. Drive a truck. Driving around in the fr- no. No, I've, look, I'm gonna get you a helmet. Out. Boom. I go side view mirrors, rear view mirrors. You'll just fucking walk around like you that. Walk around smashing into everybody's face with these big giant mirrors for the to my first head. week or two. But then you start maneuvering around. The light telling them to walk like a moose. How cool would Turn that be? Turn my head sideways. Dude, I will walk behind you and I'll throw things at you. And you That's, can have the mirror. That makes it so much better. Yeah. That's what this sack of wrenches is for. I will be the driver. I think you can train this is what I'm saying. Why don't I just don't refocus that energy on something else? Refocus your eye energy? Like, I'll just drive very slow. If from now on. Oh, that's the other thing, too. My eyes have gone downhill a lot. It, I don't have very good near or distance vision, let's be honest. But okay. So I can't rely on those very much anymore, either. Although can't my eyes have always eyes. been bad. Damn your eyes. Too late. Wow. But Yet anyway. You continue to be hired for these very dangerous positions in, when, in which you're fixing intricate wiring. Well, electricity doesn't really take much eyesight. Mm. More by feel. And it doesn't really bother you anymore when you get zapped. Yeah. No, I can just work right through it. How about this? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of how you went blind, but you know now it makes it easier. Twisting <laughs> up wires, a little sparking. You're an electrician by feel. Yeah, nope, exactly. nope. <laughs> no, yeah. nope. Okay, got it. Electricity by braille. There's got to be. I mean, I don't know if it's a crude joke, but there's got to be a blind electrician out there, right? I have no idea. Yeah. Huh. So go on. I don't remember. You sidetracked me. No, you sidetracked me. You sidetracked you me. You said you're an electrician with tiny fingers who got zapped all the time. I never said any of what? those things. I never said tiny fingers, electrician, or zapped all the time. We were, t- we were talking about how, yeah, you know, we were doing electricity by blind by braille. We were talking about your blindness. Dude, I could open up the first electricity by Braille school. See? Huh. Should I be worried about your eyesight? Is it degenerative? Is it like, are you going to go blind? Like, is it bad? I don't want to make jokes about your blindness. How are you going to miss this? It's pretty bad. Can you see this? Yeah. For right now. Rated on a scale of 1 to 10. 4.3. Yeah. 1 is best. 10 is worst. That's how they all work. <laughs> yeah. Yep. See, I would have given you a 5. Oh, thank then, you. Then you can't argue. I didn't really call you ugly. I didn't call you pretty. So it's like, pfft. Yeah, I'm not really a 50% kind of guy. Sorry. It won't stand. We're pretty average Joes. You know. I will go home and work out until I can come back and uh, be like a 10 in every way. If what? If you gave me a 50% just to prove well, you I just wrong. did. I told you I'd give you a five. Yeah. Well, as soon as I so can, now you're gonna come back. Swollen. As soon as I can start adding weight, I'm up like a pound and a half though over the past couple of weeks. That's good. I'm trying like hell, but I can't get over 170, man. Wow. I think I set myself up for this though. You're doing too much cardio at work. Oh, walking running lot. around and climbing in yeah. filthy machines. I was gonna say, in terms of competition, guys compete in very specific and obvious ways athletically. Would you say to me, motherfucker? Like, our physical dominance um, is the most competitive aspect, whether it's in sports, in a bar fight, and then if we dominate physically, we win, and we're cool, we're men. I think men need to channel that competitiveness into other areas. And some do in, like, job, work environments. But, for example, you've been married 22 years. Almost 22 years. Almost 22 years. I am, what's the date? Uh, today is June something. 
It is the 18th. June's got what, 31 days? So that's 13 plus 9. That is 22 days until my 22nd anniversary. Oh, weird. Look at that. Whoa. Huh? See, that's some cosmic shit. 22 years I fooled that woman into putting up with me. Yeah. Fool me once. Shame on. Shame on you. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. Yeah, pretty amazing. Wow. Do you keep her locked in a room like Rapunzel? <laughs> no, she she has to go out and win all the bread, as we've discussed earlier. Smart man. So, see, you're into it for 22 years. I'm right behind you. Also 22 years, but you got married in July. Yeah. We got married in November. Rookie so mistake. You're Rookie all, mistake. So, here's the thing, Ryan. I'm competitive as fuck. You're on this marriage marathon with me. You're in my sights. You're you just three or four months ahead. I can never catch, catch you. Up. Or can I? Are you going to try and drive a wedge between me and my wife? What? Because it won't work. I am trying. I put you on grinder. I'm going to see how that goes. I will run over you with my truck long before you get any of that. How do you know I'm working this angle and not the other angle? No, you can never, ever catch me in that. I can never undivorce you. I don't think most of my friends can, but the important part is everybody always says, because she's a senior analyst, right? Mm-hmm. Very fancy. She's smart as a whip. She's Like I said, she's got a master's degree from Pete's sakes, which blows my mind. But anyway, everybody says, well, how did you get her? That's what they say about oh, me, right? Because I'm a mechanic. And then I said, no. I said, you got to lock him in early, right? I met her. She was 14. She didn't know I was going to be a bum. I was 16. I was a bum at 16, but she didn't know I was going to stay that way. But you were a cool bum. I was cool enough to keep her around. Competitive swim bum. Yes. Funny guy bum. Well, no, but this time I had been kicked off all the competitive teams for skipping practices. How did you lock her down even at that stage when you were in still the young bum stage? I don't know. I don't know. You must have told a good joke. Yeah, she money? just really liked me, I guess. So she put up with it, and she partied a bit, too. I got her pregnant, and she just told me, and she's going to keep the baby and everything, and my mom and dad are going to freak out. She liked the wild guy. Can I throw it out there? I really believe this, and I'm going to say this with love and humor. I believe in the yin and yang of life, and I think people who have too much in common have really shitty marriages. Mm. Really. Because you got to be yin and she got to be yang or whatever that is. So she's like narrow college path and then you're fucking crazy risky bum, whatever. She saw her yang. You're her yang. She's a plan, you know, six months in advance, get the hotel reservations, you know, rental car things and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, everybody, we're leaving tomorrow. Pack your clothes, yeah. and I end up with one sock, a t-shirt, and a hat in my bag, and I'm in Europe or something, and yeah. I don't know where to go, but I just do it anyway, Get and I right. don't learn the next time. I always do it exactly the same way. Yeah. Now, see, we got to work on that. I'm not that bad, but the night, you know, my wife will plan a week in advance, all her shit's packed, lined up, ready to go. She just has to zip My go. wife is a genius at it. I'm yeah. sure yours is the I'm, same I'm, way. I'm I know a, your I'm, wife. I'm a night before packer. Now, I'm not going to go without underwear. I'm going to have all my shit, but I'll do it in like an hour before we leave. Yeah. And after I set everything up, my next job is to be her Instagram photographer. <laughs> and I don't know why she gives me that job. All she does is shit on my work. Right. So here's the thing. You're competitively married. I'm competitively married. We're competitively married? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm competing with everybody. Including your wife. Oh, yeah. She was one out of this shit for fucking year. I'm like, nope, bitch. Look. Look, we're going. We are competitively there. Ryan is on 22. We're getting to 22. We're what, getting there. What do you uh, What do you do for a living? I'm a competitive husband. Yeah, I'm competitive. I am a competitive husband. This is exactly my competitive, job. Competitive, competitive marriage. marriage. People need to apply this to their lives. Competitive marriage. Men need to be competitive because, because like, otherwise, everything that she does, you walk. All the, right. Ah, fuck. She doesn't know my order. I'm out. She doesn't love me. Oh, yeah, yeah, If you're competitively married, you're like, okay, let's work through this. Was I unclear? Were you unclear? I heard a piece of advice once, and I wish I could live by it. It's super simple, and I wish I could do it all the time, and I'm actually getting way better. Be the kind of husband your wife can't help but brag about. Oh, hey, honey. I just got home from work. You have a house project for me to work on? Awesome. Oh, God. Right? Well, that's wonderful as a bumper sticker. I don't know that that's necessarily me or you. <laughs> Do you feel you've met that quota? No, I mean, I'm improving, but no, I, I'm pretty sure she still doesn't talk about yeah, me when I'm up there. We do not meet that criteria. No. It's it's more, well, be I, the husband lot, you're embarrassed to tell people about. No, there's a lot I do that she could brag about. Mm. She just doesn't really, I'm just not She's like not brag. a bragger. Yeah, and I'm not a braggy. Got it. Kind of guy. So, I mean, technically, I'm a good husband. I do well. I mean, by our standards, we're great. I'm a doer, right? I can't help you. Doer. Then I'm a doer. Yeah, you are a doer. Like I don't get shit done. I don't like emotionally connect with people. I mean, I like well. I mean, a few. Like, like if you break into my bubble of friendship, 100 percent from day one. I'm in that bubble. I'm in that bubble. Yes. Best friends, 100 percent. I'm in. I'll pick you up at jail. Whatever. Yeah. But body. most people exist outside. There's only like three or four people in there. Oh. Just a couple. Yeah. Yeah. You can pack a lot in that little hole bubble. Yeah. Three <laughs> I, in your that's bubble. That's where I keep them. Yeah. For advice and stuff. So she but, saw you. You snatched her up. Put yes, her in your bubble. I fooled her early. And then she had no choice but to marry me and support me. Ha, 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 ha. Actually, s- there was a long time when I supported... It was a long time when she didn't work, and it was just me, and that felt pretty good. Do you let her know? I mean, we work seven fourteens, but yeah, as a truck driver, that's what the law allows. So that's what they work you seven fourteens, and then you get thirty four hours off, and it's another seven fourteens. But paid the bills for oh yeah, seven years or something. Fucking backbone of America, truckers. Paul Abdul was right. You know what I'm talking about? He's a snake, a cold hearted snake. Oh. No, I don't know those lyrics. I just know opposites attract. You don't know those lyrics? No. You know what's fucked up? Or do you want to finish your story first? Uh, you could tell me what's fucked up. You like our start. generation, like the 90s, mm. started with Paula Abdul and ended with like Nirvana and shit. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Right? Like Soundgarden and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like there was like such a crazy gap. Yeah, we got grungy. Yeah, well, what the fuck was in the middle? It's got to be some kind of bridge oh, there. Oh, I think there's great uh, rap, man. Oh, that's right. There's there a lot was of rap. a lot of that. A lot of good rappers. And, oh, you know what it was? There's a lot of, like, the boys to men, at least. In, yeah, oh, a lot of right. the Boy sort bands of. and all that bullshit. It's so hard to say goodbye after midnight to yesterday. Oh, yeah, but that's not the same song different you just song. sung a minute different ago. Song. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Nah. That was a stupid song. I had to dance that song. Stupid. Prom in front of everybody. It's dumb. 
Why did you have to? Because they were, it was like a homecoming king thing, and they made us do dumb shit. You were the homecoming king? I was. I was. You know. Nice. Come on. You know, competitive. And in this corner, weighing in at 137 pounds. Back then, 115. Five foot seven with the crown. 125. Your homecoming king, Sam. Beerstorf, or 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 or. What the fuck does a walrus sound like then, huh? I peaked in high school, right? Yes, you did. Peak. You peaked all over them, and yep. now you're on the decline. Oh, big time. Into into khaki pleated shortdom. Don't worry, I will murder you long before you get to that stage. I won't let it happen. Thank you. Don't I won't I let you age that gracefully. These motherfuckers out you here. You got to keep your age. They're trying to make me play golf. No, don't, don't, dude. If you play golf. This show is done. It's over, right? Because you will lose exactly 97% of your interestingness. Yeah. Automatically ages you You're talking 30 about years. Titleists and stupid oh, fucking crap and your roles. I got a wedge. Fuck golf. Stop thinking. Let things happen and be the ball. Yeah. A nine iron. Drive that red right up your fucking colon, asshole. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stupid whoa. checkered I, pants. Some people who golf are kind people. It's just not for I me. doubt it. It ages you. Prematurely, it's like standing in the sun. It's like giving up. This is, it's, it's like the give it's up the sport. Sweatpants. It's the it's last... a sweatpants for rich people. Like I can't just give up and wear sweatpants all the time. I've got an image to uphold. I'm just gonna give up and play golf all day. Fuck it. Unbelievable. Thank you very little. Golf for me is the last sport in like the Darwinian. The one right before the grave. Right before the grave. It's the only thing you can oh, do. Oh, like the ball. legend of Bagger Van. No, Benjamin Button. Yeah, back. Yeah, back. Where he's like born you can as play an old man. Your way out. Except maybe bowling though. I feel what like a stupid motherfucking idea. He what? was born as a, like an old man, and he aged backwards. That's a great idea. It's fucking retarded. What do you mean? You have all your wisdom in advance. Was he like a crinkly old baby, or was he like a full size old man? Well, I didn't see him get birthed. I never saw the movie. It was too long. It's like three hours. I ain't got time for that. Are you gonna sit here and defend it then? No, I'm defending the idea. I think the idea is brilliant because my grandma. I'm pretty sure the movie was stupid. Your grandma did not age backwards. Dearly beloved Dorothy Dot Dotty, she would say in her 80s and 90s, "Oh, wouldn't it be so great if you could work backward 90s, 80s, 70s, 80s, 50s, 40s? What's up? All right, you must have been something before electricity, huh? Yeah, she she got into the 70s. That was very had some street cred. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Dottie. Dottie. I mean, not to be. Dottie like, don't play. I'm out there. Dottie I'm authentic. This podcast is my truth. Dottie was not, you know, my dad was a bastard, like legit. My mom would say, You're a bastard. And he goes, Yep. That's not an insult. Because it's truth. Yeah. Granny hit the butcher, dude. She hit the butcher, butcher. dude. Butcher. Like old school 1950s shit. That's what she did? Granny and the butcher. Why do they call you me? You know, there's butchers back in the day. There's little sizzle right. butchers locally. Yeah, yeah. But, the, uh, you know, what, what does the butcher have to do with this? The butcher would give her meat once a week. Oh. But then that meat apparently was not just steaks and sausages. It was also it was a straight penis beef, meat. Beef for beef swap. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I make lamb. Come. This is, I think, when hot beef injections were invented. Oh. So Granny hit the butcher. My dad came out of that affair. Kielbasa. Some affair. Roast beef. How many affairs have you had? Zero. He doesn't eat meat. Well, that's pretty good. Hmm. How many affairs should a marriage have? I have no idea. Anybody here? Any side bitches? Any miss? <laughs> 
And he kept his men and he gentlemen on the side. I'm not going to judge. I don't know the circumstances. See, I don't care. I don't care either. I've had if none. You wanted, what? I've had zero. No, there's a nine. See, that's pretty good. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. There's no, zero. I think it's time. Come on. This is what road trips are all about. But you know why? It sounds boring and complicated. Like, I already have a wife. Why would oh I want to God. get involved in It'd be another? Awful. Wouldn't it be like awful. very trying remember, to intertwine emotionally with another human, dude? I, I already got, did that. I've got three people to hook up with. That's oh a yeah. Lot. Plus, you got the kids. Like you have. If you're a good human, good dad, good husband, your life is intertwined with your fucking kids, your wife. How the fuck do you have time to take a huge, Dude. significant chunk of your brain and conscience and apply it totally to getting laid or dating another if human? If I had like five kids, the youngest one, I wouldn't even know his name. Oh, no I'd way. I'd be like, I, I don't even know who you are, kid. Yeah. But don't ask yeah. me for a fucking popsicle because I am do you dick even live first, here? ask questions later. Well, it'd just be like all my energy emotionally because oh. I don't, you know, I'm not good at the emotions, at the feels. But all of my energy is used up connecting with the three people I have to connect with now. But if I had like five, I'd be like, you know, who's yeah. this kid? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, get out of here, kid. Ooh, peasants. Ugh. <laughs> There's undesirables everywhere. Jesus. It's disgusting. There is a finite amount of energy. And I think the good people apply it to the really important things. But then if you're like, if you have energy left over to bang other chicks on the side without your, without your consent of your wife then you are not applying your energy effectively mm. in other places. Do you know what I mean? Like your job. Like trying your to satisfy your wife first. <laughs> like your wife, your kids. Uh-huh. Like maybe figure that shit out. No, I, mean, I mean sexually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, Satisf- or try and focus on that. Your own wife first because she's never gotten off. Ha, 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 ha. You know, here's what I know about the lady folk. Oh. This is not a call-in show. I'm assuming, so nobody's this, gonna is, disagree. I'm assuming this is going to be good. Oh. Because you're wise, Obi-Wan. Thank you, thank you. Now, when it comes to the affairs, the men are very physical. They prefer the sexual type of affairs. They want to get it on. For the women, it's not so much he was a good lover and I don't love him. I want to bang some other guy who fucks me better. I mean, that maybe exists in, like, pornography. (laughs) But in the real world, that exists so little. I know this because I'm inventing it right now. Yeah. What does happen is the emotional shit. Like, guys Mm. make them feel better. They feel heard, listened to, loved, supported. So, like, guys, if they want to get with other chicks, don't send them a dick pic. Send them a fucking love letter. Say, I'm here for you. I'm here to listen. But don't do it as a game because they'll know that, too. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. So, women don't cheat because they want a fucking guy who's, like, hot in bed. And I don't necessarily think... So all this is a waste. I know, it's a huge waste. Yeah. It's a huge waste. He's a four, but he's rich. That's all you know about him. I'll go seven. He's a ten, but he's short. A one. But if you didn't go to the gym, you'd be like me. You'd come home from work, you just walk around the house, doing dishes, cleaning, whatever, walking around, walking around, walking around. I never sit down. Right? This is why you fucking I, can't gain why, weight. This is why I got to get back in the gym, but I can't gain weight to get back in the gym. I, I'm not going to get the gym in a calorie deficit. Hold I eat on like a once a day. I'm trying. So in your mind, you're like, I'm not going to the gym until I gain weight, but I'm not gaining weight, so I'm not going to the gym. So it's this cycle of 
denial. That's kind of the problem. I try and eat more calories, more calories. I mean, if I only get 1,200 calories, I can't expend them in the gym. Don't put conditions on that shit. Go to the I'll fucking die. gym. You're not going to die. You're going to do die. some girls and fucking disappear. die. Bullshit. You know what's going to happen? I'll burn up 1,200 calories, and that's all I've eaten you for the day. You know what's going to happen? You're going to fucking do a few fucking lifts. Your biceps are going to bulk. These aren't lats. They're ribs. Your biceps, your little obliques there, after you do a little actual physical strength, they're going to send signals to your brain, and they're going to be like, we need protein. We need protein. Mm. Eat, eat, feed us. Right? That's what's going to happen. I'm going to have a feed. You got to put yourself in Crocky. a position to fucking have a feed. put tension on those little fucking golf balls you call biceps. Then it's going to send signals to your brain. You're going to be eating meat. You're going to fucking be pounding because now you need it. You know Your brain knows you need it. Your brain's smart. It adapts. Don't you tell me what my brain is or isn't. Your brain. Most brains adapt. Hey, you don't know that about him. That's all speculation. You've yeah. still got I know you've lost a little, but you've still I'm got I'm still it. hitting sticks on rocks up here. I think if you drag this skeletal frame into the gym and start pumping iron, it will send signals to your brain that say, feed me, and you will, in 10 days, be 10 pounds heavier. What do you think? That's how we adapt. I'm judging right now if I have the energy to take on your... Theory? challenge as a competitive oh, thought of course so what i'm thinking here is i'm looking at my calendar pick a day get you shredded hold on we'll have hamburgers after this is how i live my life you offer a week challenge and now i'm planning my life around it it's good truly you have a dizzying intellect wait till i get going did you see the i saw it on instagram it said muslim mothers shopping for shoes and she picks up the pair of shoes and turns around and slaps her kid in the face with it and goes, yeah, these are good. <laughs> Just a check. Yeah. I love myself. So I have no problem with what happened. I, would, I actually wrote a story. I did a lot of writing during COVID. And, you know, I, I was thinking I lived in an apartment building growing up. Pepper Tree Apartments. Cynthia Circle. In Garbage Grove. Garden Grove. And my neighbor to my left was Asian, and my neighbor to my right was black. The family was black, family was Asian. We were like Arab, white, kind of. And, you know, the, the Asian family, they had the shoes outside, and when my kid's name was Kim, even though he was a dude, his name was Kim, and they, and they used the shoe on him. Like, he got paddled with the shoe, and he was in trouble later with a pop. And then my neighbor to the right, Jesse, he got the belt. Right. The Arab family... We got the wooden spoon. Mm. It always came out of the pot. Always some stirring going on. There's always a wooden spoon in the hand of most Arab moms. What did she do with that spoon? Um, she would hit us with it. She hit you hard? It felt pretty hard, yes. So I was thinking these three families, we all like they all beat their kids differently. Isn't it the way cultures go? It's and they all blending in one apartment complex, all this this mix of wonderful rich Cultural history, cultural beatings. I always punish my daughters psychologically, never physically. And from now on, you will see me in your nightmares. And the kids are like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. What dawned on me as I was thinking back to childhood was I lived in a very diverse neighborhood, but what made it diverse was the poverty, right? If you put fucking poor people... <laughs> In the apartment building, there's going to be black, white, Asian. They're all just bonded by their mutual struggle, right? I just thought about that. And I think, you know, as we talk so much in academia and the world about race and racism and all that, to me, it just comes down to fucking poverty. Like, if you solve the poverty crisis, you fix all that shit. 
Like that shit goes away automatically because there are fucking poor struggling white people, black people, Asian, and we should not privilege any one race over another when they're all so deeply struggling in poverty. It's amazing. Did your mothers ever go outside and like trade beating implements? You know, it was interesting because I can only speak for my house. Yo, look at I'm learning a new culture. Is she smacking with the belt? My mom in our house felt, even though we were all in the same condition, literally we shared walls, right? One, two, three in a row. And we were like dead center. And she would judge the other families for the way they yelled at each other or beat each other, screamed or whatever. And we were somehow better. Maybe we were quieter with our yelling. I don't know. So you were... You were better in that there was less yelling, or you were better at the yelling and the physical violence? It didn't... Like she's like, you call that a hit? And Sam, come here. Whack. <laughs> I think she thought of other people often as less sophisticated. Maybe it was their weapon of choice, the volume of yelling. All I'm pointing out is I think it was ridiculous and hypocritical, you know, because everybody's beating their kids equally. Look what you did to us. And I'm like, dude, do you think I would do all that shit to y'all and then move right next door, bro? <laughs> and, you know, I think it's true with a lot of religious people. You know, my mom was Muslim, so the neighbors who were, you know, black and Christian or didn't go to church, whatever, they're clearly right now already less, you know, mm. sophisticated, less, you know, knowledgeable, whatever about the world. And the, the Buddhists or whatever to the right, oh, these people are all going to hell because they didn't choose our path. We're all in the same fucking apartment building together, but somehow our path is Three families living in an apartment complex together, beating their children in peace with their weapons of choice, and they can't get along. Yeah. This is a sitcom. We should write this. Because I also did learn two things. Yes, I love my, in the I need to write these stories, man, because my Asian neighbor, kimchi, like his family made kimchi. You know what I mean, kimchi? So you... You called him Kimchi because his family made Kimchi. His name was Kim. So you called him Kimchi. Well, he just happened to make Kimchi. So maybe occasionally Kim, Kimchi. That's how we rolled. Everybody was playful. Dude, I did, I did too. Don't worry. Sum Ting Wong, We Too Low, Ho Li Fook, and Bang Ding Ao. He also had these little tiny fish. They look like, like noodles, but little eyeballs. Weird. Just you can grab my handful. So I eat the shit at his house. And then... From my black neighbors, when Thriller came out, the fucking video, yeah. like, it was like the Super Bowl. Everybody is watching this fucking premiere drop. Were you into that? Did you watch Thriller, the premiere? I on, think so. I, I don't, don't even know if it was MTV or Channel 13, whatever the fuck it was. But, like, I remember, like, distinctly, LaVon, one of the sisters, she's like, Sam, you got to, you know, I, I can't remember if she invited my brother. It's like, you got to come see his thrillers on. I wasn't even sure what the fuck thriller was. Dude, I went in there. It was all black family, all watching thriller. I'm just like, I love that shit. Are you going I to help being in shit. their house? Dude, I swear to God, I'm watching the TV trying to rock out and like digging it and then my eye is over here because if my mom caught me in that moment thrilling out with this family bro it's just it's just being around girls being around a culture that she didn't particularly think was as sophisticated as her culture i mean it, it would have been all bad so i i you know but michael jackson uh sort of had a good place in my heart and then they had a cousin who was a fucking michael jackson impersonator and he would roll up 
probably once a week and I'd see him walk by the window, gold sequin jacket, fucking really committed, whole, all the committed, time. dude, greasy, like the curly, that stage when he had the long curly hair and the hat, like Billy Jean. <laughs> You're making yourself look like a paraplegic trying to get out of the bathtub. He's doing like, the album cover thing. Anyway. A big yawn, Sam. My God, a yawn like that only means one thing, Ryan. It is time to close. My man is tired, so we're going to say goodnight. It is a school night. It is a school night. I know some exhausted bitches. Um, we are Burning Rave, and you can uh, email us at burningravepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on the gram at Rave. The Instas. Pod, and Twitter as well. Like, share, download. And, uh, oh, thank you, Joe Zimmerer, for doing our sound. That's right. That's right. Can't forget about Joe Zimmerer. Yeah, bitch. You heard that right. Jehovah's Witness. It's mm-hmm. my religion. Mm-hmm. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Or good, or good morning. Or well, yeah, whatever. Good Go- something. Goodbye. That's probably the best. Good day. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. <laughs> <laughs>